Greetings, friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 35, a special episode of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Yeah, like I said, it's a special episode. We're having our duel at long last. <laughs> but before we get it, into- might it might turn out to be. It could end up. It could, Wait, it hey, could no, very no, well no, end up no being something no something bad. But I mean, not bad. There's please no forgive such thing as a- when we do this. Please forgive the uh, all the I'm doing. I'm doing all the mixing live, so. Yeah, Evan, Evan has been having a lot of fun with the sound effects. Oh, yes. A lot of fun. Oh, yes. Well, that's what he... Uh, it's perfect since he's the technician of the podcast. It fits. <laughs> oh, what is it? Nothing's... Well, before we get started, we did promise you a quick update on us and stuff. On our daily lives. Oh, damn! You're... What was that? Edwin, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, See, I just wanted to. Uh, this is what we're talking about. This I was is just what doing Edwin some testing. Doing. Yes. All right. Well, Pam is glad to be alive, so let's go to Pam first. Pam, <laughs> hi. How are you doing? Hi, I am surviving as everyone does during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, lately. Um, well, the, the days are getting colder, and there's... Oh, I no! think we just lost Pam. Pam, oh, you froze! Pam became... Well, Pam is a... Is a... Is concrete. Hold okay. on. Connection okay. Connection in a... Uh-oh. 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 difficulties. Okay. I just want to take a moment... Pause the podcast! I just want to take a moment to appreciate the irony that Pam just starts talking about <laughs> the weather getting colder and she freezes. And she, freezes. She, she electronically freezes. Am I, am I, am I working now yet? Yes, yeah, you're working. working. You're working. Okay, that was weird. It was. <laughs> um, okay, lie. where was that I? Was where funny. was I? You just said that the days are turning colder. Okay, are we keeping that? Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. Okay make it real um <laughs> so yeah uh i guess mostly i've been sleeping but i did check out um enola holmes Ooh, that millie bobby brown show yeah. what's his face yeah so it's about uh sherlock holmes sister younger sister isn't isn't uh, what's his face harry potter in that one huh no uh oh are you talking daniel redmond might think of someone else or who else is in that? Rupert Grant? Uh, uh, or... Henry Cavill? Ca- Cavill? Oh, I don't know. okay. Uh, Superman. Superman. Oh, Superman. Superman right. is Superman's in, in there. Yep. Yeah, Superman is uh, playing Sherlock Holmes. And was it Eleven? Is Stranger Stranger yeah. Things? Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Is Millie, yeah, she's Enola Holmes. And she sets off on her, on her own detective-like adventure. Aha. Uh-huh. Nice. So, if you like Sherlock Holmes, if you like it, like the books or the movies, I honestly think that this is a worthy addition to your collection and worth checking out. I'm kind of missing the Benedict Cumberbatch. Is that is that Sherlock your favorite Holmes. Sherlock Holmes? That's my favorite one because 
I don't know. It's just it's a little it weird, and it's a little it's kind of hard. Some some things are kind of hard to follow. Edwin is secretly but... part of Super Hulock. <laughs> the Super Hulock fandom. What is that? It's the Sherlock Supernatural Doctor oh. Who compendium of. Yeah, I am. Oh my gosh, I can't. No, come on. I don't like that label. You are label. part of Super Hula. I don't like that label. That's There's like... nothing wrong with the label. Super I'm just Hulak. saying. This is this is the stuff that I miss on the internet, don't it? Right? Yeah, this is okay. the stuff that you miss on the internet. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I can't. I cannot forget Billy Bobby Brown's name is because I grew up in the '80s with. Bobby Brown. Is that <laughs> is that only the reason why? That's the only I reason like... why I cannot, because it's a, such a unique name, and nobody else's name is Bobby Brown except for Bobby Brown and Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess I I just I just know her from Stranger Things, and yeah. I um I really like her acting. Even though majority, I, I even though the majority of the acting in Stranger Things, and I believe she's also in a Godzilla movie, where both both shows feature her just screaming. I hope. <laughs> I just hope she's not going to be one of these like, like, child actors or teenage actors that that turn into be like a like the Olsen twins or. Um, I don't know. She seems very down to earth. Or the Corys, as it were. <laughs> well, we can't we can't really or the Culkins, that, but she well. seems she seems pretty down to earth, and yeah. I think she got a steady head on her shoulders. I hope so. I hope, I so hope she too. turns into be like a Ron Howard, and they, you know who knows? Because yes, he's like one I, of the only he's one of the only like golden one of the only few golden uh, child actors that actually did something. But I, I just want to just go back to Nola Holmes. I honestly enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I, I do highly recommend it. It is a movie. Um, it's about two hours long. I don't think you'll. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Nice. Sweet. Okay. Edwin. So, Evan. Yes. What have you been up to? <laughs> what have I been up to? Besides fiddling around with the sound effects, or is that all that you've been doing? What have I been up to? I've been. <laughs> More projects. More projects. More, more projects. I'm about to build an indoor garden. In the basement. Yep. In the basement. Indoor vegetable garden. And no, I am not growing pot. Oh my gosh. I told my friends that I was making an indoor garden. The first thing that comes up to their mind in their minds is the what Mary Jane. The hashish that sort of thing. Know, because that's what people that's what I, people do in their basements well, who happen to be enthusiastic about gardening. I must I must be a, a weird one because when you mentioned indoor gardening or indoor garden or whatever, yep. I immediately thought of cactus. Cacti. Oh, cactus. Because that's the type of indoor garden I want. One that wow. has like minimal to no maintenance edwin is making the indoor garden minimal to no maintenance mine yeah well, mine is minimal to no maintenance it's basically the grow lights are going to be automated the the watering is going to be automated it's going to be housed in a section of our on uh, next near in our laundry room which is ventilated and has okay. heat um that 
where there's a drain right under the where I'm gonna put the indoor garden. So if there's any mishaps, there's a drain right there. Plus, um, yeah, it's gonna be completely, um, it's gonna be completely, hopefully, somewhat maintenance-free. All I gotta do is really is top off the uh, the water jug where it's gonna get the water from. And hopefully, who knows, I might have uh, lettuce in January. So, so okay, <laughs> so you are growing, like, vegetable yeah. in yeah. garden? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm... Awesome. Our main goal is so we have actual fresh produce in the middle of winter without having to hope that the stores have good quality produce or hope that, you know, if we do end up for, you know reasons ending up having to quarantine we don't have to worry about having fresh produce delivered or anything like that it's an experiment it might not work <laughs> i'm trying well, to i'm trying to I'm, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts and uh, youtube channels where they that people have done this before so i'm sort of taking heed to what they're doing and and in the you know in the February and March uh, time, we'll start growing seedlings for a really a big garden in our backyard. Yes, you have you have uh, you have tuned into the Dungeons Dinings and Dorks uh, gardening channel, <laughs> um, and <laughs> they're talking about winter gardening. No. Um, so hey. yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, hey Edwin, have you started your own Instagram that centers around your all your no, DIY projects not, yet? Not yet. <sighs> Mainly, here's the thing. Mainly because I'm trying to. It's getting colder and colder, and I've got one more major project on the on the horizon here. Besides the gardening thing, but the garden thing is indoors, so I'm not really too worried about time frame with that. But I've got one more major project, and I'm running out of reasonably, you know, reasonably, like, non-frigid, tundra, Minnesota weather. <laughs> so, that's my thing. And hopefully, I'll, I'll start posting stuff and trying to make my, my Instagram uh, account for my DIY stuff. And uh, when I'm, like completely going to myself and saying I don't have anything else to do <laughs> so I'm hoping so and work has been really really busy <laughs> um, also I have been listening to us you, you you've been um, watching the what's that thing called homes in all the homes I've been listening to if you guys haven't checked it out, and and I'm not I'm not sponsored by by this other podcast or anything, but I've been listening to Unobscured, which is a Aaron Menke. If you don't know who he is, he's like he's he has his first um, his first podcast is called Lore. It's absolutely wonderful, um, very interesting stuff in terms of like folklore of the of of you know, the United States and other parts of the world. And one thing, one of his other podcasts is Unobscured, and this third season of it is talking about one of Sherlock Holmes's, um, uh, 
Well, I don't know if he was, like, in the stories, but he's always been tied to, like, Jack the Ripper. And that's what they talk about in this in this uh, season, is that whole time in Victoria, London, of the East Enders and the White Castle murders. So, huh. that's my entertainment yeah. for this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I suppose I'll, I'll wrap yeah, up. Yeah, what have you been doing? Oh. Alright, so... As I'm, I'm doing my best not to hide, you know, the whole ADHD thing. Um, October is actually ADHD Awareness Month. So, um, I've actually been following some, some, uh, some accounts on Twitter. Uh, I think specifically this one is ADHD Bree who's been kind of compiling them, but a lot of webcomic artists with ADHD have been making comic pages about their experiences with it. And, you know, the whole community is like, yeah, visibility, awareness. So it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of effort from the community to kind of try to destigmatize it because there's a lot of people with it who never get diagnosed because there's so much stigma and there's a lot of people with it who need medication who are afraid to take medication because there's stigma around it so there's been there's a lot of push from the ADHD and autistic community to try to destigmatize it and and support people who need medication to take their medication without feeling ashamed of it so it's it's been pretty neat to see the the community making a push for that. Um, also, one of the people that I play games with, I was talking with them for a project outside of the game, and um, um, they, this person uh, was talking about some of their struggles and um, is potentially also ADHD, as it turns out. Because it's like, hmm. Hey, you mentioned this. Um, does this sound familiar? And this? And this? Like, yeah. 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 Like, um, you know, you're probably ADHD. No. Yeah, um, check this out over here. No. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, this, this person was having a major... It's not just me moment. It's, it's like everybody who finds the community who is undiagnosed ADHD has that moment. And it's just like light bulb. And it's... it's... I, I do want to stress out one thing, though. Uh-huh. For listeners, make sure if you think you have it, get tested. Yeah, get first. Get a diagnosis. Yeah. Please um, don't diagnose yourself it, it, in these sort of matters. And if, if you do think so, get tested because yeah. one of the other things is are being ADHD that's not being untreated can lead to some serious mental issues. Uh yeah. So, oh you've been reading up, have you? Oh no, I've I know what yeah, ADHD it's, is. I mean Yeah, but half yeah, my if, friends have ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> so. so if if you're out there and you've been seeing things from the ADHD community that seem really really close to home, 
Um, look more into the symptoms and the experiences of those who have it. And if it sounds really close to home, seek a diagnosis. Yeah. If you don't want to be medicated, there's at least specialists and counselors out there who are trained specifically to help people with ADHD get things sorted out and, and help themselves. And if you don't know where to start, it's always good to start with your... Your family practitioner, your normal, your your you know, normal doctor that you go to, because they'll point you the way. So that's that's always a good place to start, yeah. and then they'll refer you to other people. And hey, connect so. if if you're if you're still nervous or if you've been putting it off, connect with the ADHD community then and the autistic community. They are really really welcoming and are very happy to help push you to get your diagnosis they will cheer you on and if you ever if you ever need support from them you know they're they're fantastic and it's nothing to be ashamed of don't be ashamed of like having it or anything like that because seriously i mean i mean it's one of those things where just don't listen to other people who think that it's not a thing because obviously they don't know what they're talking about yeah and (laughs) Like I said, the ADHD and autistic community making a huge push to try to destigmatize it because yeah. there's there's no shame in it, and you know the less people feel ashamed of it, the more acceptance there is, and yeah. it and it will lead to a happier life, a productive life, a more fulfilling fulfilling life, life. a less frustrating right? exactly and that's what we all want anyway so that's that's what i've got we have Sweet. a duel to get to oh yeah let's do this okay where's you got your settings ready i think so you got your sounds ready yep all right are you ready to go Damn, you got your character sheet yep it's on dnd beyond all right i've got oh, my wow. character sheet on paper Ooh. wow how fancy is that I know, right? right? <laughs> I've got my paper, I've got my pencil, I've got my books, I've got my dice. You got your dice? Of course I got my dice. Okay. Of course. Are you ready? Ready. Yes. Here we go. Welcome to the Battle Arena, where two fighters from the Dungeons and Dragons lore battle out to see who will go from novice to warrior, who will exit this arena, and one, and who will stay as compost of the floor. Are you serious? Oh, I'm always serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we I are in the... I will not be compost. <laughs> are you done? <laughs> yes, I'm done with... Okay, yeah, it was a gardening reference. Sorry, I'm doing a lot of gardening. Anyways, we are in the <laughs> battle arena, and this is the... This is a, uh, a fight to the death. Not to the 
death. Well, it could be to the it death. Could, well, yeah, someone could yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm Anyways. I don't die. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's introduce the characters. On my left <laughs> is... Where are you? I can't see you. <laughs> on my left... Angela is going okay Angela is going to introduce her character (laughs) (laughs) oh dear god from the door of the arena walks an individual small in stature but stout her hair sticks up crazy uh, as the wind tussles it and makes it even crazier she's clearly a gnome her eyes are brown and, well, I don't know if it's changed since last we introduced them, but her eyes have a steely gaze to them and a cloak billows behind her as she walks forward. Her small stature holds nothing to her big spirit and fighting will. It is Waywalk, it's Cirilla Nady Hakenza Nipper One Shoe. Also known as Rilla or Waywalket, your choice. All right. <laughs> so, on my right, which is she's on the screen. Pam. Pam. Yes, me. We'll introduce her character now. From the secluded world of I have no clue where. <laughs> Enters in a five-foot medium-sized character, her eyes glowing gold with anticipation and with purpose. Her body is covered with white and brown feathers. Her beak glistens among the spotlight. Her name is Era. She is an Aarakocra, dressed in her monk garb and carrying a golden scimitar. She is ready. All right. So in clarification, <laughs> um, Angela, your, name, your, your, uh, your character's name is what? Waylock? Waywalk it? Waywalk it. Or Rilla. Okay, and she is... Just choose and, one. And the class is... She is a forest gnome fighter. Specifically a... Oh, what what is that? <laughs> she is a battlemaster fighter. Okay. With, I, with and... dueling fighting style. Okay, and then Pam, your character's name is... Era. Era. E-R-A. Okay. And class? Monk. Monk. Okay. So, rules are D&D standard rules. We will roll for initiative, and whoever rolls the highest initiative gets to attack first. Right? Okay. Now. Are we? Okay. I will be your... DM. Our referee. Our referee DM. So to speak. So to speak. And um, what is Waywalket's... Uh, hold on. What's Waywalket's uh, uh, hit points? 
Wake Rocket has 88 hit points. Okay. Era? 80. Okay. Fairly close then. All right. (laughs) So I will keep track. I will keep track of the. You'll keep track of the hit points. points, And I will also. um, we're gonna have to name off, uh, you know, like, you know, your armor classes and stuff like that as we go. Okay. okay. So. Because my mine is gonna go here and there depending on the maneuvers that I use. Okay. So, uh, roll for initiative. All right, and just to keep, cl- just to clarify things, our numbers are where they are because our characters are level ten. They're level 10 characters, yes. Yes. So. And we are using physical dice. Oh, my. You can go first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my initiative is, let's see, I rolled a 13 on the die, and my yeah, you can go first. modifier is plus 5. Plus 5? You can go first. So yeah, what is the total? That's 18. 18. Okay, Era? Yeah. I think, yeah. Um, I rolled a 3. My initiative is Plus four. Yeah. I think she can go first. You, you blinked is basically what happened there. <laughs> you <Sure>. blinked. <laughs> you blinked. Bah-ha-ha. You All right. blinked and you missed it. So Waywalk it goes first. All right. My first action. I am going to. I am going to uh, start off. I dart forward. And as I move. I will use my action to pull the hood of my cloak above my head and vanish from sight. I am now invisible because I have a cloak of invisibility. Cool. (laughs) Too many sounds. Too many sounds. I know. I know. What what was that? Oops. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay all right the magic sound i don't i don't have a i don't where's the magic sound oh here we go here we go um i will use this that's the sound of turning invisible okay so way walking is now invisible sound. <laughs> I don't know. okay and is that how many actions do you have uh that is my action i don't have anything I want to do as my bonus action just yet, so that is my turn. Okay. So that gives uh, Era disadvantage. Yes, since I am invisible, she it is considered. Uh, I am. It is basically. Uh, mm, what's the term I'm looking for? She can't see you. Yeah, it's, it's she's basically swinging. total concealment. It's invisible. Yeah, yeah, it's invisible. Yeah, I'm invisible. However, if I were actually invisible, like if 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 I move around, she can see where my footsteps are, and if I make noise, she can hear where I am. That's why it's mm-hmm. disadvantage instead of completely unable to hit me. Yeah. Okay. Era. Also, I get advantage on my attacks against her. Okay. Because she can't see it coming. Okay. So. That is Waywalk's first move. That is Waywalk's first move. Um, Era, you're you're up. Is that a, oh? Is that your turn? Yeah, that's her that turn. That is my turn. Okay. 
Uh, DM, uh, can you just describe the dungeon for me? The dungeon? It's an arena. Yeah. So there's, there's, uh... Just describe it. Okay, so it's like, it's a little, it's a circle. There's no, there's not really anywhere to hide. Okay. Right. So it's, um, it's a circular, uh, area and there's risers or like, 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 uh, like seating all the way around, like a, like an arena. Right. Right. And, um, the floor is, is like, like you, what you would find in a, like a horse, uh, so basically, coarse dirt and like, sand. Yeah, coarse dirt and sand. Okay. And how high is the ceiling? Hundred feet up. Yeah, about a hundred feet. Okay. Well, with that said, Era realizes that she cannot see what's coming at her. And she takes flight. Hey! Okay. No, there's no... <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's no whoosh? Do you want Do you want me to... Okay. There. So you're up in the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there any other things you want to do? Or is there any... How many moves do you have? Oh, by the way, what's your flight distance? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> oh. Okay. I think my walking speed is 45. 45? Dang. 45 walking speed. She's a monk. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I work out. <laughs> she works out. The club. Yeah, that's I work great. Out. <laughs> um, she never oh misses leg day. She never does miss leg day. <laughs> <laughs> or flight day or whatever you call it. Um, hey. A bird's got to have good drumsticks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Pam, what's your next move? Um, you know, I'm just going to chill up here. You going to chill? Okay. Angela. Or Waywalker. Yeah. It's up to you. What's going on? All right. I am going to draw my longbow. Now, my longbow is not a weapon that I'm good with. However, I have advantage from being invisible, which cancels out the disadvantage from it being a longbow. Fair enough. So it's just straight up. Yeah, I'm. I'm just no advantage. Yep. I'm just. I'm just shooting an arrow at you. Okay. Fair enough. That's going to total at twenty-two. Okay. Her. She. Okay. So it's a twenty-two. Does it hit? Um. The eight. It's higher than my AC. However, I am going to impose my reaction. <laughs> okay. It's deflect missiles. Okay. So I can use my reaction to deflect or catch the missile when I am hit by a ranged attack. When I am, well, shall we just calculate the damage then? Yeah. So roll for damage. All right. Rolling for damage. That is 12 damage. Okay, so when I am hit, the damage I take from the attack is reduced by 1d10 plus 14. Plus 14? What? Yes. Oh, wow. Where okay. does the 14 come from? I think it's from my high dex. What, what skill is it? Where do I find that? Oh, hi. 
No, wait. Yeah, it's Dex. It's it's part of my reaction. I don't know what I don't know what well, skill what's, it's what's the from. What's the reaction called? Deflect missiles. Aha. So basically, you don't take anything from that. I don't take anything from that. Ooh, she doesn't. She doesn't get hit. I basically catch it. She catches it. Now, when you use that reaction, do do you have to expend anything, or? I can choose to spend one key point to make a ranged attack with a range of twenty sixty. I can spend one key point and basically fling it at you, but I'm I'm choosing not to do it this time because I can't see you. Ah, okay. uh, you don't want that disadvantage. No. Well, I guess I could, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the attack fails. So it's back to Era. I can't really do much up here. So to make things interesting, I will land. And since I can't do anything, I'm just going to swing my scimitar just in the air. <laughs> You're going to swing your scimitar in the air. Okay. Right. So I'm at a disadvantage. So I'll roll twice and I go for the lowest. For those that of you that are not privy to the D&D stuff. Okay. So 14 was the first roll. And 13 was the last roll. And what's your modifier? Plus 11. Uh, okay. So that's going to total at like 24? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to hit. But I won't see. <laughs> I won't see. I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, but you feel it. That was already with disadvantage, huh? That was with yeah. disadvantage, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's it sounds like I hit something! Yay! <laughs> All right, so okay, so uh, how many how much damage is that? So hold on, I'll I'll roll the damage, which is one d six plus seven for those of you keeping track. So I rolled a four, so four plus seven is eleven. Okay, so Waywalket is down, and math is hard today. Really? Yes. Hold on, hold on. I, well, I want to parry. Okay. Ooh. When another creature damages you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction and expend one superiority die to reduce the damage by the number you roll on your superiority die plus your dexterity modifier. So, what was the damage? It was 11 damage. Alright, so I'm going to roll my d10. That's a three plus dexterity modifier is five, so that's eight damage less. So eight yeah. minus eleven, or eleven minus eight. So you are that down turns to into three damage. Three. That I take. So you're down yep. to eighty-five. Yay! Yay! We can math tonight. <laughs> Hooray! All right. Forgive us for a little bit uh, tired. <laughs> way walk its turn. All right, Waywalk it. Now that uh, now that the bird is on the ground, she's going to whip out her rapier with a with a very whippy sound <laughs> and make okay. a stab at the bird. And because I'm a duelist and using only one weapon, that gives me a plus two. Hooray! So that is. 11 plus 9 from my attack, 
plus two. That's 22. That oh, is. wait. I get advantage oh. on that, too. Hang on a second. Are you sure? Yeah, that's, I think that, it, yeah. She gets because advantage. I'm invisible. She's invisible. She gets advantage. Oh, I know, but I think it hits regardless. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. It's just I had to roll it again. Just she just to wants to. She just point. wants to score. She wants just to, <laughs> you know, score by a couple of touchdowns here on the hit. Mm, okay. So. Well, no, if, if, if there's a nat 20 going on, I got to know. I still right. got to roll it. Oh, that's right. If she does roll nat 20, then... Yeah, that does special more hit things. points, yeah. Then it, yeah. All right, damage. so the damage for that one is 12. No. So I'm at 68. Yep. Okay. And I will, I will kind of pivot and, and invisibly move off to this, to her side. All right. Wah-ha. Oh, you know what? Okay, I screwed up. What's that? I have two attacks per action. Oh, that reminds me. I also have an extra attack. We'll do that this <laughs> round. It's almost we like we're learning up. this like as we go, isn't it? <laughs> well, I haven't used a level 10 fighter before. We are all, to, to those listening, this is all new. We have not reached level 10 characters. And this is, well, but I don't know about you, play, Angela. This is we, my first time playing a monk. But we do play play characters with two Two, it's sometimes three actions yeah, per turn. So my characters well, don't usually us. my characters don't <laughs> usually Jeff. have extra attacks. That's right. true. Okay, so go ahead and do your extra attack. Oh, I okay. Extra attack, stabby stab. That's a that one. Wait, wait, wait. You have advantage. It's advantage. It's advantage. Hooray! Hooray! That's a. Let's see. 22 again that hits and that ends up with 11 damage 11 11 11 11 all right down to 57 now my turn is done all right okay so we are seeing bleeding from era just a little bit All right. So, how much? So, is. So, what damage did I do? You've uh, only done three damage. Like, right? And what does that look like? That? It was. Uh, I've, I've definitely got a new cut on my chin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... But you can't see me, so it doesn't matter anyway. All right, it doesn't really matter. Right. The damage looked like nothing because it was invisible. <laughs> just a, just For as fun. long as the hood is on her head. Yes. Yes. Okay, okay then. So, Era's turn. All right. I will do it again with my scimitar at disadvantage. First roll, 12. Okay, so... That's so I rolled a nine and it's plus eleven, so it's a dirty twenty. Okay. Yeah, that'll hit. So one d six plus seven. I rolled a six, so it's thirteen. You gonna parry? Not this time, no. Okay. Okay, so Waywalk is 
down to uh, 70, was it 72? 13, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, 72. Okay. Okay. Seven and I'm going to do it again. So first roll is 18. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay. Second roll is 8, so that's 19 overall to hit. Does yeah, that hit? 19 hits. Okay. Disadvantage is <laughs> like, not working. It, that's because... That's because the bonuses are too big, and we didn't up our armor. <laughs> you gave us, you said, standard starting equipment, equipment, and one major legendary item. Yep. Yep. So I rolled a four. So four plus seven is an additional eleven. Oh my god! Excuse me. So that's sixty-one. So Angel, okay. So Waywalk, it's down to sixty-one. Okay. Uh, and with that, and with that, I take flight again. Well, that's no fair. In that case, um, in ca in that case, I am going to move very, very carefully to keep my footprints from making noise, and. Mm -hmm. While she's up in the air, I'm, I am going to, you know what? I'm going to do my second wind. Oh, second wind? Second wind. Let me see what that does so I can read it for you. It is a fighter feature. Okay. Where is it? Second wind. You have a limited well of stamina that you can draw on to protect yourself from harm. On your turn, you can use a bonus action to regain hit points equal to 1d10 plus your fighter level. Once you use this feature, you must finish a short or long rest before you can use it again. So one time use. One time use. This one time the, use. This is the only time I'm going to get to use it. And it's a bit early, but considering I'm going to use it. So, that's 1d10 plus 10 for the fighter level. That is going to be a 10 plus 10. So I'm getting 20 hit points back. Dang. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> There was one wind, and then there was a second wind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was your first action? That was my bonus action. Um, and, yeah, right, right now I'm basically going to try to make myself impossible to find. I'm going to try to stealth across the ground so she, in a way that will not show my footprints. Okay. So I'm guessing that's a stealth check. Yep. Do a stealth check. That is going to be a 14. Okay. Yeah, you make it. Just well, I, and maybe you like brush off a little bit of of uh, dirt, but it doesn't really. You can't. Um, Erica can't really know where it's actually pointing. Bah! And now it's a game of hide and reach. 
So, Era, you're in the next, your turn. And Waywalk gets back up to 81. Okay. It's anybody's game. But it's still too early. It's still too <laughs> early. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what's Era going to do? All right. A question came up that what is ready? Readying an action is basically you set an action that you want to perform and a condition under which it is performed. So say you're using, like, okay, my favorite character is a bard. Say I'm using my bard and I want to ready an action. We've got an enemy that's out of my reach or I can't see them. So, or, or I'm going to attack with my sword as soon as this enemy gets within range of me where I am right now. Okay. And once that condition is met, then I take my action. Okay. But not before and not after. So. But if that turn ends and and the or if that round of turns ends and the condition never came up, my readied action is basically wasted and I have to I would have to yeah, ready another yeah. action if I'm still waiting for that condition to happen specifically. Okay. Nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, this is going to probably not do much, but I am going to do it anyway, because you never know. I'm going to try to search for her. Okay. I'm not, I don't want to land. That's the thing. Pretty sure that's a perception check. It is a perception check. Is that a perception? Oh, yeah. At, at disadvantage? Uh, yeah. Right. Hee hee hee. 15 was the first roll and 9 was the last roll. Okay. Nine. Yeah, you're not going to find me. Yeah, so it's only 10. Yeah. Or you're 11, a... sorry. Which way did she go? Which way did she go? Yeah. <laughs> that's basically and that's happening. basically my turn. Okay, so back to Waywalk it. Mm, I am going to <laughs> it's hide and reach. Right. I am going to switch my weapons again. Okay. To my longbow, which is unwieldy. Okay. And I'm going to shoot at the dang bird again. Conk, <laughs> <laughs> Which, my advantage cancels out my disadvantage. So, that is a dirty 20. Okay. It's a 11 plus the 9. Okay. Okay. As right. usual. And that's going to be a total of... 9! Nine. 9 damage! Ah, 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 ah. I'm gonna use my reaction again <laughs> to deflect the deflect the missiles. I rolled a five, so five plus fourteen is nineteen. So you just so, like double the damage I would have done. 
So that did absolutely nothing. <laughs> Except give away sort of my location. Yeah. All right. And wait. So my turn is now done. And actually, I my reaction is not yet done. I am deciding to spend one key point. Ooh. Uh-oh. Make a ranged attack back. Ooh. Uh-oh. She's going to throw your arrows back at you. However, it is still at disadvantage because she is still... Yeah. Uh, Invisible. Close. It actually, the disadvantage hasn't been doing much. <laughs> Come on, that one! So 13. <laughs> it's all in the luck of the. Hey! Guess what? That one! <laughs> okay. In okay, my Rush. rules, in my rules is that you have to. What is. What's the. What you have to. Well, how do you do your damage? What do you mean? For your reaction. Oh, the deflect mi missiles attack? Yeah. 1d6 plus 4. Okay. Roll it. Three. So okay. seven. Seven? Okay, so that's seven yeah. damage to you, okay. Era. Somehow <laughs> you flung the arrow at your own face. Probably. <laughs> so when that what happens in my world is that pretty much you did it so badly that you hit yourself. <laughs> so Pretty much. That's it. One of those things where you mean to throw it down, but your foot gets in the way, and you actually throw it straight into your foot. Ah! Shoot yourself in the foot. That's basically what yep. it is. All right. So, it is way wide. No. It's yeah, uh, it is now, it, it is it's now Eris' turn. Eris' turn. Because your reaction, it was a reaction, so yep. it means it's your turn. Right. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, so my turn is over now, now that your reaction is done. Yep. All right. I'm still in the air. I'm not landing. Okay. In fact, I am just going to switch weapons to my dart. And I'm going to just hit, like, try to hit something, really. Because I can't see it. Come on, another dead one. It. I can't see it. Nope. Three and eight. So I'll go with the three. Uh, three plus 11. Wait, sorry. Three plus eight is 11. I take it that miss. That misses. Okay. Arrow is shooting at the air. All right. Attacking again. Also with another dart. She dart. attacks the dirtness. The dirtness. Dart. <laughs> I like the dart. Okay. What do you have against the floor? Eight. eight and seven. Seven plus eight, 15. Okay. That will also miss. Okay. All right, so it now turns back to Waywalket. All right, I. How, how does Waywalket react to the missed darts? If there are there any small creatures that manage to find their way into this arena, I think if you look hard enough, <laughs> you may find like. Since the place is like partial wood, you might find yourself some like carpenter ants or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's gonna be too small. They've gotta have an actual intelligence. Oh. Uh, <laughs> darn. So they managed to keep this place clean enough to keep the mice and to keep the mice away and 
closed the doors often enough to keep the birds from why getting don't in. You, huh? Why don't you... Uh, well, most of them. Why don't you roll me a, a perception check to see if you can find something like that? Uh, uh, perception's not my strong point. That's a seven. Yeah, you can't find anything. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wow. The janitorial staff is really doing a great job here. Um, then in that case, <sighs> darn bird, I'm <laughs> just going to use a combat point for an invasive footwork, an invasive footwork maneuver. 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 So what I do when... Evasive maneuvers. Yep. I am using evasive maneuvers. So basically, when I move, I can expend one superiority die, rolling the die and adding the number rolled to my AC until I stop moving. So I'm just kind of... Just moving. <laughs> I'm, I'm basically dancing around the arena. You can't ah. see it. You can't see it, but I'm doing a little pirouette while I'm at it. That's going to be a 10 that I add to my AC. Ha! Okay. So now my AC is 26 as I dance. Okay. And that is my turn. Back to Era. Who's still in the air? I'm still in the air. There's not much for me to do, really. I'm just going to use my darts again. Did okay. they do something? I don't know. Okay. She could roll two nat 20s in a row. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> yeah, right. First roll, 18. Oh my god, second roll is a 7. 7 plus 8 is 15. That misses. Absolutely. Right. Okay. All right. 13. So 16, so 13 plus 8. <laughs> 13 plus 8. 21? Is that 21? Yeah. Right now, it's not going to hit. Right now, I know. But that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Okay, I'm sure the listeners have realized we have a slight problem here. There seems to be a... What could be called as a standoff. A stalemate? (laughs) A stalemate. Yep. Because one of us is eventually going to run out of ammo or key points. The other is eventually going to get hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that it? (laughs) Well, I'm staying invisible. And if I, if I, I can't, I can't keep dancing. And dancing makes Waywalk it hungry. <laughs> and at some point, I'm going to just stealth my way and stand still until you come down where I can reach you. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, you're going to stay out of reach. I'm going to stay invisible. We have a problem here. Yeah. <laughs>
You know, for a special episode, this is going to be the most boring episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Our referee is trying to de- to make a decision. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't, because I can't. I don't want to say no flight, because I would just... Okay, so, since we are sort of in a stalemate here, I am going to call... Edwin, announce her voice! Announce her voice! Oh, yeah. I am going to make a executive decision and throw lightning at the wings of Era, and Era can no longer fly. But Era doesn't lose any hit points. Which is fine because I have slow fall. <laughs> okay. Fight. <laughs> so I am now on the ground. Whose turn is it? Is it's Angela's turn? It is whose turn is it? Is it I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say it is uh I th- I think Arrow was taking her turn. Yeah, I think Arrow's taking her turn. I, I think um, no, you were going to take your turn because my last turn was shooting two more darts. Okay. okay. So I'm going to have to run up then. Basically making my footsteps visible so you, you have a general idea of where I am. And I'm going to attack with my rapier. And that's going to be a lovely 28 to hit. That hits. With 10 piercing damage. And then extra attack is a uh, nat 20. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, all right, now with nat 20s, nat 20s are a special case. What happens when you get a nat 20, a natural 20 on the die, it's an automatic critical success. Yep. A critical hit, if you will. Um. Uh, and you basically roll your damage dice twice. Tw- your damage die twice, or Plus. roll two of them at the same time, whichever way you want to do it. But you well, you can the- only take your modifier once. Yeah, you roll the you roll the damage twice and take the modifier once. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be fifteen damage. Fifteen damage. In total. In total, yes. So. Okay. Era is down to 35. 25. Because you're at 50. Did you even take into account the other attack? Hey, if you want 25, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's what, that's the hit points that I have. Okay, 25. I trust you. Yeah, because I, I made Because you, sure. you wouldn't voluntarily give yourself less hit points. Because I I did I'm do being fair, that, Edwin. I know. Yeah, Edwin, I did. So I do, trust you. That round I did do twenty five damage. Yeah. Okay. And now I am close range, and I will end my turn. Okay, Era. All right. I put away my dart, hold my scimitar, and swing around the air. <laughs> Eight. You're good at. It's good that you're at disadvantage. Your other, your other one was that would have been a nat twenty. Oh, oh, I am so glad I'm invisible right now. Ooh. I'm but, so... 
but um, so the other roll was an eight. That's eight plus eleven is nineteen. Okay. That that does hit. That does hit. Okay. With that said, all right. Because I'm do not something a little bit special. Anymore. But first, let me just roll the uh, just the, you know, weapon the, damage. The normal weapon damage. Okay. So that's a six. Six plus seven is um, thirteen. 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 Yep, thirteen. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> are we doing this at night? I think we are. <laughs> yes, we are. And what I'm gonna do is that when I hit with my melee weapon attack, uh-huh. I'm spending one key point to make the target stun until the end of my next turn. Oh. It needs to make a con saving throw of fourteen. Ooh. A con save. I have to make a con save. Yes. Come on, dice, don't, ro- don't fail me now. That doesn't look good. <laughs> but that does look good. A 13 plus 8, so that's a 21. Okay, so you saved. Yeah, you saved. I'm not stunned! Alright. So that's my first attack. You gotta do a second attack. Yep. So that's a 9. And a 6. Uh. Six plus eleven is seventeen. That will hit. That will hit. Okay. Mm. I don't have great armor. I chose armor that would let me be stealthy. So you're squishy. Okay. And that's another thirteen. Okay. I, that's thirteen damage on me. And then I also I'm taking an, a bonus action. <gasps> okay. It's just, it's just an unarmed strike. Just. Oh, that's right. that's like a slap to the face. That's fine. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, it's, that's what an armor strike is. It's just like a like a oh, pee. Okay, jeez. And, and then I'm gonna make an arm strike. Jeez. Also, I had disadvantage. So first roll is five. Second one was seventeen. That would have been nice. Although five plus eight is thirteen. That will not hit. That will not hit. Okay. Okay. So that was a. That was a. That wasn't. That was. That was like a. Yeah, I was able to whoop away from the. I was able to bend back away from the attack. Yep. All right. So it is. Okay. I am going to. I'm going to kind of back up, sort of. Not really, but I'm going to use a lunging attack. Lunging attack. I've got to use a point for that. Or, yeah, use one of my superiority dice. When you make a melee weapon attack on your turn, you can expend one superiority die to increase your reach of that, for that attack by five feet, which I'm not actually extending the reach. I'm just straight up lunging from close range. If you hit, you add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll. Bwahaha! <laughs> that is a 22. This die likes 11 right now. Well, it's in your favor. That hits. Yep. Okay, so let's see what this does. That is 4 plus 4 is 8 plus 5, 13. 13? Okay. 13. I am at 12. And an extra attack. Oh, I keep forgetting I had an advantage. I've only been rolling one die. That's fine. You've been hitting regardless. <laughs> <You've been> hitting <laughs> yeah, so that was a 5 and an 8. And that totals at 17. That hits. 
and I'm going to do nine damage. Nine damage, okay. Era's bleeding. I am at three. She All right, is so bleeding. Then, so she then, doesn't look good. So then from my invisible spot, I shall say, do you yield? What? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> She's an outlander. Okay. Outlander? That's her background. She's an outlander. She's got a very interesting way of speaking. Do you yield? Outlander. Outlander. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It, is that it? What yeah, that's, that's what she's saying from her more okay. visible spot. Oh, she's just saying it. Yeah, she's saying it. Okay. And that, that ends my turn. And the crowd's okay. just like, what was that? <laughs> she hasn't said oh, anything. Yeah. She hasn't actually yeah. said anything. Okay. So. All right, um. Okay. So Arrow's turn. All right. I'll go ahead and. Uh. Yeah. I'll swing my scimitar. Okay. Nine. Seventeen. So nine plus. So that's a dirty twenty. Yep. Yeah, that hits. One d six plus. Seven. So five plus seven is twelve, and I will go ahead and spend another key point to do another stunning strike. Okay. You need to do another con. Con save. That is going to be twenty-two. That saves. Okay. So I will go ahead do my second attack. Twelve and. Five. So that's a 17. Which hits. Oh, it does hit. Oh. It does hit. Uh, that deals an extra eight. Okay. And for my bonus action, I'm going to spend another key point to do Flurry of Blows, which is basically two unarmed strikes. 16 and 8, which is... 8 plus 8, 16. Okay. 16 that... beats my AC. So what, so D, DM, what does that do? If that, it meets the AC that class? That meets my AC. Now there's... Oh, if it meets your AC, right? Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about the rules of meeting AC. Okay. Because there's house rules, there's rules as written. The, the official rules of AC is that it's... If you... Rules as written is if you it favors the AC, then that's considered a hit. Yeah, it favors the player. If, well, if it favors whoever rolls. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're yeah, I if you're playing like if you're playing with a group and stuff like that in terms of real D and D, it favors the player. If you're playing with like like an encounter, more often than not, more often than not, rules as written is. It it goes to whoever just rolled the die. Uh, but there's other people who have house rules. Like we have one D one DM who says like the win if it if it meets the win goes to the player. There's others who say if it meets that's half success. Like yeah. Edwin chooses the half, half success. success. Yeah. So since since her unarmed strike meets my AC. From Edwin's rules, I take half damage for that. Yep. Okay. 
I'll stick to so my roll. rolls. Half damage. Okay, so a roll of the damage, and then we just take half. Yeah. All right. So that roll two, two plus four is six. Half of that is three. Okay, so Angel, uh, Waywalker is down to 32. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. And then uh, the second the second one is a 13 that misses. Okay. Yeah, 13 definitely misses. Uh-oh, it doesn't look good for Era. Uh-oh. All right. So Finish I me. will... I will make an attack with my rapier, and that's going to be a 26. That'll hit. And I am going to do non-lethal damage. Nine points of non-lethal damage. All right. I'm down to zero hit points. You are unconscious. Okay. As she falls to the ground, unconscious, I will whip back my hood and suddenly appear again. My hair crazier than ever because now I've got hair on top of it. We have a winner. (laughs) And I go, um... (laughs) (laughs) We have a winner. Fighter, do you choose to end Era? I do not wish to end Era. She was a worthy opponent, even if she did like to fly around too much. Is this Gnome from Texas or something? <laughs> no. I was going to say Alabama, but <laughs> She's whatever. She's just from far away. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We have a winner. Way walk it walks out of the arena victorious. As Way walk it, Cerilla Nady, Hakim's a flipper one shoe. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the first special episode of DD&D's Battle Arena. <laughs> you don't know where to go with that, do you? <laughs> Alright, so welcome back to the normal segment of Dungeons, Dinings, Dinings and Dorks. Um, so there you have it. Yeah, D&D, it, it does have moments like that, like we were having, where it's like, well, if the enemy is intelligent, they're not going to willingly go into danger. Um, <laughs> if they're, if they're not intelligent, they're going to continuously attack and waste resources whether they're going to get hit, whether they can hit or not. And I had to shoot my arrow to, to have a chance. And it's like, I, after that second one, my character definitely would have realized there's no point in shooting her, her yeah. longbow. I could have, I could have, it was kind of hard because you two cho- chose characters that still made each other. 
So, but the thing was, I was actually quite surprised because I thought Era was was going to win because there was one little thing up your sleeve that would have just like insta killed. Right. But the the terms were is that we can choose one legendary uh, major weapon. Yeah. And I chose the Vorpal Sword, which is if I were to roll a nat 20, she would have lost her head. Literally. Yeah. It was um, an insta kill. But, but she was wise enough to do the Cloak of Invisibility, which then gave me disadvantage, which then would decrease the chance of me rolling a nat 20. Yeah. However, one of the things that you had going for you with that Vorpal Scimitar, uh, it also gave you an additional three points to whatever you rolled to attack me. So even with disadvantage, you were still hitting me with below average rolls of the dice. Yeah. Right. And then what I learned through that duel is that you had the advantage of healing yourself. Monks don't have that. Yeah. Well, maybe they do, but I didn't choose that uh, feat or whatever whatever path it was. Yeah. So there you have it. We have... Uh, it was a stalemate, essentially. We had to break that stalemate out. I had to make the executive decision nope. to get close combat fighting a bit more. Yeah. So that way... Both had chances of actually hitting each other rather than, mm-hmm. yeah. So, controversy, probably. <laughs> I could probably make better decisions, but this was the first episode, special episode of a battle arena. And perhaps next time we do this, we'll uh, assign the, you know, make it a little bit more interesting in terms of uh, spellcasters versus fighters. Now, before, before we end this, I do want to ask Pam about some of her decisions for her character. Sure. Like what, it, what ended up being your lowest stat for your character? The lowest stat? Yeah. Where did, which one did you consider your dump stat? I had two. <laughs> um, charisma. My, yeah, my charisma was at a minus one. It was just an eight. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, when I was rolling my st- when I was rolling my statistics. Now, when you roll out a character, for those listening, when you roll out a character, you have you have six stats statistics that you can put your numbers into. There's strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Now, I rolled two sevens. While I was rolling out my character sheet. <laughs> um, a fighter does not particularly need charisma. Like, what are you going to do with charisma during a battle arena? Are you going to like well, charm your way out of this right. thing? If you're a bard, absolutely. Mar- uh, yeah, bard, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bards, warlocks, and sorcerers. They rely heavily on charisma. I should... Uh... Next time we do a ballerina, I would say let's try to put a bard in there because that would be interesting. Oh, you and know, there's I a would... lot of I know there's a lot of talk about, and especially in Five E, how awesome bards are. But I think several people who perhaps don't know the actual power of the bard 
can perhaps oh oh please let me demonstrate the please bar. let me bring pepper into the arena that would be funny <laughs> all right all right so, so my other my other seven ended up in intelligence fighters yeah. are not known for their uh book smarts generally speaking if you make if you ever make a fighter you don't have to make your fighter dumb you don't have to make them um creepy or uncharming uh mine simply was neither that's just where i decided to put the stats um my fighter one of the probably stranger decisions that i made with my fighter was that i gave one of the lower roles to the strength hmm because my my fighter a lot of fighters are made with strength in mind I chose dexterity for my fighter. That's interesting. Yeah, because I, yeah. I I intended to take armor that was stealthy since I knew I was going... Well, once I decided on the cloak of invisibility, I knew that my dexterity needed to be high in case I needed to stealth and be completely out of sight at all. But dexterity also is beneficial because my character is a gnome. So a smaller character, a lot of the heavy weapons can't be used by small characters. So I went with a higher dexterity so I could use the rapier. And uh, it also boosted my armor class since I wasn't taking the heavy armor. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah, so my character... Um... I already love her, but I can also tell that she would not be very good in an actual campaign. Because <laughs> of the low charisma, or why? The low... Well, she's got no bonus to strength. She's got penalty to intelligence, penalty to charisma, also no bonus to wisdom. Um, she's got a bonus to animal handling. And she's, she's got survival skills, but she just, all she would be good for is being a, uh, a, a tank. That's all yeah. she would be good for. She would not be good for the story parts of it, like, <laughs> at all. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap it up uh, for the special episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that was a good uh Good fight. It was fun. And yeah. Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoyed the battle, even though we got stuck in a game of <laughs> hide and reach. Right. <laughs> anyway, thanks again for listening to our special episode 35. Uh, my name is Angela. You can find me in the Twitterverse at Pleasant Doom. My name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. I'm also on Instagram under PandaCatDragon. And you can, my name is Edwin, and you can find my stuff uh, at TC's Edwin's in, uh, on Twitter. But you can also, I'm going to try to make my, in, my Instagram thing for all my maker stuff. I know some people are interested in what, I've, what these things look like that I've been making. Um, so, yeah. 
You can also contact us directly through our our email, uh, which is uh, Dungeon Diners. Dungeon Diners at gmail.com. I'm keeping it together. It is <laughs> anyway. now 921. It's completely past my bedtime. And thanks again for <laughs> listening to Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.